This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of the One Was Had a Dream podcast. My name is Lee Finch, and as ever, I am going to be joined by Danny Baker. Uh, we did put out on the Sunday debrief, and we keep saying, if anyone wants to come on, anyone wants to come on and, and talk to me and Danny, if you agree with us, if you do not agree with us, then just send us a message. We'll get you on, and you can discuss everything regarding Wimbledon, because it seems it's just me and Danny. But we do say, come on. I just wanted to put that out there, that we do say, come on, uh, and have your say, get involved. It's a fans podcast. Uh, yeah, so that's it, really. But uh, I'll introduce Danny. Danny, how are you? You all right? Come on, come on, come on. The podcast. No, I'm good, mate. I'm really well. Yeah, I'm. I'm really good. But I've um, I've done something that, that I've, I've done something that I've never done before, Lee. And I don't know whether I'm proud of it or whether I'm a bit embarrassed by it. But obviously, Saturday's game was pathetic. Uh, we'll talk about it in a bit more depth. So I decided stupidly just to message one of the players, right? Just, I'm not going to say which one. All right. Just to message him and politely go, look, you know, I'm a Wimbledon fan. I'm on the, you know, I run this pod, etc. Really frustrated with the team. You know, just, I just want us to be better. I hope everyone understands it. I hope everyone's well. But, you know, basically trying my best in the most polite way to kind of put across my frustrations. And I thought, I'll just do that. And I'll see if anyone comes back to me. Said player came back 20 minutes later. I was like, yes, I'm Who's... actually having a chat with this player. I'm not Who's going to tell you his name. I'll tell you in the break. What's the initials? Um, what's, the, what's his initials? What position? J, 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 I think. I'm not fond of people messaging players. I think Why not? It's, well, it's not really on, really. That, You've I, done it. I was gonna, I've tweeted, my, my, tweeted my, players. I, I've tweeted this guy in terms of an inbox, and he was excellent. The comeback he said, exactly all the sentiments of yeah. what he was saying, I got. So I don't my agree big with question, privately messaging them. Well, that's not you, Dad. 
I'm just saying. What's he going to say? He's not going to turn around and say, "Look, mate, can you get out my DMs? I'm trying to spend it in Mayfair." Like, do you know what I mean? You, I'm all I'm going to say is, we all know about you and Warren Cummings, all right? We know about this. <laughs> yeah. We know what you said, and it wasn't okay. But I didn't, so, I didn't, I didn't slide into Warren Cummings' DMs. Well, yeah, but I'm not sliding into this bloke's DMs. Crikey, right. we're not getting that way, are we? Warren Cummings. For those who don't know, it's it, it's got connotations to it. Very weird that Warren Cummings tweeted to one of the players, "Oh, what time do we have to be down in the morning?" And I tweeted back, you might as well set off now because you're that slow. You won't get there till tomorrow. Right. right? And that's the reason why you shouldn't message anybody. But I've done it to those. I've had massive rows with Jack Midson on the like Bristol Rovers. Yeah, why Jack are you Midson doing did. that though? Why did you do that? Because this is when I, it's weird because I, I wouldn't do it now. I was talking about this actually in Birmingham the other week. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd mug off the, or I, but like I just walk out now. I don't boo or I just don't give them any. My big, my big question was, who was the last famous person that you've spoken to? Spoken to? Because obviously I spoke to this guy, obviously, over the old... He can't tickle the old ivories. But on, on, I tweeted this guy and I messaged him and I was like, yeah, all right, fair enough. I really liked I've, what he I've was saying. And, to... But who was the last celebrity that you spoke to? I can't, I can't, can't I mean, have you picked that. up anyone gone in your in your cab and gone, oh my god, it's John Parrott or anything like that? No, I spoke to I had the girl from Coronation Street in my cab. All right, and uh, that whittles it down, didn't it? That yeah, that was it really. Uh, Gail, Gail Platt? No, it won't it won't play. I'd love to get Gail. <laughs> Gail Falls. Gail Falls in the cab. Do cabbies have like a like a competition about who picks up the most famous people and you get like it's, graded it's depending on how remember, much not, the celebrity is. I'm not a London cab driver. Yeah, but you can still oh, pick up celebrities, mate. You can pick I'm in, them out anyway. I'm in, I'm in South End, mate, where there's literally not many celebrities. So maybe you'll get more points because you're in South End, whereas I've in had, London I you get like one point. Anthony Wordsworth's uh, aren't in my cab once. Okay, I'm not I'm and, not sure I'm having that. She said to me, well, what are you doing the weekend? I said, I'm going football. I'm a Wimbledon fan. And she said, oh, my cousin or my nephew played for them. I really hope it wasn't cousin. Otherwise, then, the rumours about Southend are true. Yeah, my nephew played for them. And I said, like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, and he was. Rough. And then I had a big conversation. I said, and it was a week before he came on the podcast. Uh, oh, what? And then she said, oh, I'm going to listen to that one. I don't know if she did. but So you basically that. don't ever, you don't speak. There's no, so just be clear. Number one, Do you, you don't the, speak to any celebrities. And there's no the, cabbie celebrity game. Where you get more points depending no. on who they are. Do you remember there was a uh, the Welsh girl that went in Big Brother? She was quite attractive. Oh, like Imogen. Imogen Thomas. Yeah, the one went with Gigs. Tw- was it Gigs? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, lucky, fair, lucky escape there. When uh, when Twitter first started, she put on Twitter like, oh, does anyone know any physiotherapy or any masseurs and all that? And then we messaged her saying, oh, yeah, our friend Justin Homewood, you vote, you vote because he's shit himself up reading away. Uh, and we we went the reason why we're calling you boat is we went to Reading. He all the Reading fans went to come and beat us up and he hid under a table and we said he sunk like a U boat. But anyway, going off subject. We said, Yeah, I make Justin Homewood. If you message him and all that, he'll be able to give you a do and she started messaging him. <laughs> and he went even he ain't even a message. I love that. But that's when Twitter came about and you know it was all new and do you know what I mean? But I don't I, I, I think sliding into footballers DMs and going to him, hello mate, it's not good enough at the moment. Can you improve? What do you think he's gonna turn? It's like the other day, right? I, I love Chris Falk. All right, we give Chris Falk a little bit. Four P, the four P though. Four P though. But one of his questions the other day to Harry Pell was, uh, "Do the do the players care about their current situation?" Like, that's an awful question. Well, because, what question? were you going to ask him? Well, it's an awful question because what do you why think have you got no left foot? I mean, Harry, Harry Pell was going to turn around and go. To be fair, mate, most of us don't really give a shit. Do you know what I mean? It's a it's a stupid question, Dan. You would be a rubbish person to work in a football club. You would be terrible. It, well, it, 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 that's I, why I don't. And also, I got loads of sick last week. Remember, because I, I said about the injuries and I said, oh, and then the 
local press picked up on them. And I said, that was oh, fantastic. That was, and then that's exactly Rich, the point, though. Richard Cawley, went, Richard Cawley went mental at us. The cool uh, dog, did he? Torpedo went mental. Oh, Yeah, it was all kicking off. But then I actually... And then the reason why we shouldn't put our injuries out is in case the opposition get hold of our team and they might beat us. Yeah, we've won three and 39. That works well, doesn't it's it? It's not even that. It's also the fact that if you don't tell them the team and then they find out that one of their best players isn't playing... Just before kickoff, you give them a, like a yes, you give them an uplift. But okay, so you obviously haven't seen any, seen or spoken to any celebrities, so that's a bit boring. I, um, I saw actually Banjo the other day. Well, there you go. Now we're talking the Banjo. I wouldn't say he was a celebrity, mate. What, Ashley Banjo? Yeah. I think if I asked Mrs. Baker, is Ashley Banjo a celebrity? She'd be not, she's nodding. Oh, and the swimmer, you know, the big tall geezer. Oh, that's great. The big no, tall geezer. Ian well, Thorpe. No, not, no, he's English. You uh, torpedo. No, the English one. Nick Gillingham. No, the proper old school English tall. Fozzie. Right yeah, yeah. He lives, he lives in Leon C. I see him quite a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. He's always like, oh, Lee Dog. Leon C. Is that in France or? Leon C. No, it's a lot. Leon? Anyway, let's move on because we we did get a small complaint last week that uh, we go on too much in the first Stick it in minutes. writing. You know right, I mean? Sutton. Yeah, Sutton. Where do we even begin? First half, not too bad. Should have scored two. Uh, I don't know how Davidson misses the chance. No, I don't know either. Uh, is it a header as well where we hit the post or was that after we go one or down? Well, chisel it as a header that goes over the bar. Twiggle it, don't get me started on him. Uh, was it a free kick or not a free kick on Zanef? No, it was a free kick on Curry. No. Yes, definitely, because Curry but, goes into Zanev. But Curry's pulling Eastman's shirt. Well, if, if, if it can't be a free kick on Zanev either way because Curry made contact with Zanev. And also, so it's either got to be a foul against Curry or play on. And also, Zanev's not got hold of the ball. If you look oh, at again, I don't know he, about that. That's tight. There's, there's photo, I'll send you a photo after this. Well, please. He does not have it in his hands. It's not in I'll his send hands. you a photo of it, but the ball in his hands. Well, it's better than the photos you usually send me. But yeah, it's, he doesn't have it in his hands. And Jack Curry's pulling Eastman. Eastman's pulling Curry. So it's six. I can't. I, could, I couldn't six get it. Six of right. one, half a dozen That's of the it. other. I couldn't get it right on Sunday. I said six or something, four dozen or the other. But anyway, it's not a free kick in my book. To be fair, though, if we score that goal, we're all saying, yep, good goal. Yeah, of course we are. Do you know what I mean? It's football. Yes, well done. But I don't, I still still don't feel like it was, I still feel like in most other games, that's given us a free kick. Because the the fact that the moment you go into a keeper, the, well, the, the, moan, the footballing rules is seven out of ten. You give you give a foul. People moan because he'd end up giving the Sutton keeper a free kick in the second half when he comes flying out and gets kind of not yeah. taken out. But he the thing is Zanev doesn't go through. It's such the thing as well. And uh, on the debris, Stu mentioned it. It's such a good ball across the box. Oh yeah, I so hard I, to defend. I mean, to be honest with you, we're clutching at straws. If the only thing we're holding on to is the fact that was it a goal? Was it not a goal? I mean, there's so many. I mean, I mean the second half. To be honest, that. was an absolute farce in terms of people saying about football teams, etc. I, I, I don't think I can say anything positive at all about the second half about what, any player. One of the things that riled me right up of the second half, Danny, is that we're at home. Yeah, we're three points above relegation now. Yeah, right. We're playing a massive. It's a derby game, as we were oh, discussing yeah. last week. Yep. Yeah, bit of a rivalry now becoming with Sutton, right? Yep. Because. We could have gone above them and, and, you know what I mean, pushed ourselves with three games, winnable games coming up. We do not have one shot on target, off target, block shot, one that goes miles and hits the flats behind. We don't have a shot in that second half. 
when we're 1-0 down at home to Sutton is an absolute embarrassment. I don't even know how that can even be the case. Like, how does that even happen? It, like, did, it did happen. How, I know, but I just, I don't think I've ever watched a game of football and does not have anything on goal. Like, nothing at all. Not a shot in anger. Nothing at all. And to be honest with you, as my dad said, we just seem to have got beaten up all over the park. Well, Sutton done a Wimbledon. Yeah, they, so, and I thought for what they were trying to do, they were they were decent. I'd, I'd happily watch teams play like that. What our team play like? I want to see us play some good football, but I also want us to see win win games. A bit of shit hazard, you know. When they scored, they all bundled together, kind of slowed down the clock and stuff like that. They, I thought their keeper was good. I thought I don't think they offered much up front, but no, also you got remember remember they had eight injuries, eight first team injuries. But the thing as well, Lee, is that you know they didn't offer much up front. They still could have won it three or four nil. I mean, yeah, Sanev in his defence was. He made the save in the first half down our end. He made the save in the second half, which was a one-on-one. Well, I mean, he—he, he, I mean, to be fair, he could come out of it. But even his kicking again was crap on Saturday. I just—it's just frustrating yeah, because I don't is... have a problem at all, Lee, with losing good teams or anything like that. But what we got, and it was the first time of genuinely see people not be up for it compared to somebody else. Then this is another thing that we were talking about on the debrief. Right, I was well. talking about me for sake. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's just, yeah, like there's not many players coming out of that game. Do you know what I mean? I think I think Pell had another good game. I thought he was decent again. Asal should not be parting in Davison up front. It's, he's off the game if we miss him now, not being behind the team. Don't get me started on Twiglet. Do you know what I mean? He's so inconsistent now. It's unbelievable. Other than a couple of free kicks, I don't think he offers us much. He ain't going to pick the ball up, run, beat a man, put it in the corner. Uh, Curry struggled a little bit, I thought, first time on Saturday. Uh, yeah, and I just Zanev he made a really good save where he tips it around the post. Yeah, that but was good in the second half. Yeah, that's it. That's what I was going to say. But we were talking and saying we got to remember with Zanev, he gets a lot of stick from fans, but there's a reason why he's a League Two goalkeeper now. He's a great shot stopper, which you'd expect any goalkeeper at that level yeah. to be a good. You shot and Jack stopper. said that, but he ain't going to play with his feet. No goalkeeper at this level plays with their feet really. No one does. I, I, and if they do, they're not playing League Two football. If they can play with their feet, they can shot stop and they can come get balls. They're going to be in the championship before long. Well, this is what we said, Lee, is that every single player who plays in League Two, there is something up with their game. Hence the reason why they're in League Two. They're either not experienced enough, too old, run out of legs, crap on the left foot, not consistent enough. That's just the nature of the beast. And he had one of his better games. I still think his distribution was poor, but ultimately... We kind of ran... The thing I just don't... I'm never going to understand is that the massive lad who won every header against Davison, we didn't really try and change it up. But I don't know what Hudlin's done wrong because obviously right or wrong, but he's a six-foot-nine bloke at home. We should have chucked five forwards on and tried to get something out of that game. If if Hudlin's not getting on and Crane Bartley is... Then you need to get rid of Hudlin, they say. What is the point of Hudlin? No point I I, I think he'll go back in January. I think it's the case that we can't send him back right now. So we'll we'll get rid of him. But we, we again Woodyard. What was the point of bringing Woodyard on and not Alfie Bender? Woodyard. Was... Yeah, but he's going to be dog. I'm not a big fan of him. You know that. I can't. I, I know you're not a big fan of captain. I don't think he's that good. But I'll give him his due at the moment. He's just come back from six months off. He's not had a preseason, and we're throwing him into games when we're losing one nil or like Walter, we're losing two one. He's not going to change the game for us and put us on the front four. He's a defensive midfielder. Get Alfie Bender on a young player who's hungry. Going to go after him. I mean, I don't. I still don't feel the the hype of Bendel yet. I haven't seen enough of him really. I know he's got a lot in terms of Agreed. people are talking about him being this great, great player. Well, that's great, but he's. What else have you got on the bench? That's no. What I'm well, at. and this is the problem. As my dad was saying, we were talking the way back, and we we're like, I don't know how to change it. The fact of the matter is, we're once again 
decided to try and do things on the cheap because we can't afford it. And we have got, we just haven't got enough players. Like, per, like, like literally got the, the volume of players we have is not enough. Cool. Whoever's going to come on is not able to change the game. And we're basically plan A or plan A plus one. It just, I just don't know. I don't, I still don't think he knows what the best 11 is. He still doesn't know who the best players are. Um, I don't know. I he hasn't, hasn't been helped by injuries because we're missing NYC. Oh, we, we're missing him. Massively. We're missing Pierce. We're missing. I don't think Woodyard, we're missing Pierce. Missing loads. I don't think we're missing with Pierce or Woodyard because Woodyard's going to take a little while to get fit. So we, we we knew that anyway. Pierce, I don't think we're missing that much. I thought we missed Lee Brown on Saturday. A bit of you know what I mean experience stuff yeah. like that. But Paris Magoma really annoyed me, and I know he annoyed quite a lot of people. Uh, he, he kind of strolled around the pitch. I think a little bit of the hype maybe has got to his head a little bit. Because it, once he loses his ball, he kind of falls over, so the manager can't kind of have a go at him. You know, like when you were a kid, yeah. and you, you lose your ball, so you fall over, so your dad can't really have a go at you. Then he kind of does that, and he, he well, goes I down. I never to lost his... the ball, but yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I never passed it to you in the first. Well, game, that's right? the problem. goalkeeper, mate. The man. But uh, yeah, he, he kind of is annoying people because he, you know, what I mean, he's starting a YouTube channel now. He, the other thing with him, mate, is he never passed the ball forwards. No one on that, and, and that's the biggest thing. We didn't compete, and no one had had the guts to get the ball and go, I'm going to try and be brave. I'm going to try to go forward. I'm going to look to make a forward pass. I'm going to look to make a forward run. How many times do we get overlaps in the fullback areas? Very, very few. How many times do we... The only time we had a half a chance, second half, we made a break. Chislet was, had the whole of the other half of the pitch himself. Um, I don't know if it was a Sal or Davison or somebody else. Couldn't get their head up to play him in. That was it. That was literally the only... The only time in the game where we looked like we were vaguely competitive. The moment we actually got the ball down and tried to move it, which was once I saw in the game, we looked decent. But you know, I don't think Sutton are going to struggle staying up. I think I think they've got enough about them, and I think the managers have done an amazing job. Yep. So I think they'll be but all right. I've but got I do a few think things, we've got a few challenges. A few things to say about JJ, but we'll save them for later yep. on because we're going to discuss his his position. Later, so should we move on, or do you got any more? About no, that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know we're going to come to it later on, but it's just that it's uh, you know it's a it is a challenging time for everybody. But you know, we said that we needed double figure points in those six games. We're on three, mm. and we've got three games coming up, which means yeah. that we've got to be unbeaten in those next three to get anywhere near it. Yeah, um, yeah it's not not a great time again. Again, we're not in a great time. No, no, but when we're when okay. We must come with a health warning. Uh, well, last five years, mate. But when we come back, we're going to ask, where does it all end? So much negativity across the ball. Can we pull together or has it gone too far? The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. So, as I said before, we're going to be discussing when does it all end? So much negativity across the board. Uh, can we pull together or has it gone too far? I didn't go to Saturday's game. I don't really go to home games at the moment. I'm a, I'll go to away games, uh, home games. I've got my reasons, which I'll discuss in a minute. But there was, apparently it was got quite toxic at the game in the stadium on Saturday. And so much so that one of the Don's Trust Board uh, members, Niall Cooper, uh, has now resigned after suffering some uh, physical, I believe, and uh, verbal abuse, which we condone straight away. There's no such place for that at Wimbledon. Uh, if you do have stuff to say, I know Niall quite well. He's, he's a nice guy. He was going to come on the pod. Uh, I don't believe in everything that Niall does or says, but I'm happy to say it to him 
message him or to face. And I think that's what is needed at the club at the moment is that we need to be discussing things and having discussions instead of getting verbal abuse and irate about it. But yeah, if anyone, I think Niall is on the uh, same old Wombles podcast with Mark Lewis, uh, his brother, Matthew, and uh, yeah, give that a listen. Also, uh, Matthew tweeted the other day, and I thought he was tweeting blaming us and nine years for a minute. So I apologise to Matthew for reading that wrong. Uh, yeah, because I thought he was saying it was what we wanted and what me and Danny had been pushing. But he, he quickly clarified that and it wasn't the case. But yeah, hope I was OK, because I understand it was in front of his family as well, which is, as I said, not on. We'll discuss it a little bit further regarding other stuff at the club and then some of the stuff the club may be doing. There was a statement. And what's your what's your view on it all? Firstly, I just want to be clear: we 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 don't condone this behaviour. That's correct. Condoning means you agree with it. We don't condone it. Oh, this we is, don't condone it. Yeah, sorry, hundred percent. That one That's... word is quite important. Yeah, um, we'll, get, also... we'll get complaints about that now. Yeah, you will. I won't. Um, but in all seriousness, it, 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 there is obviously. I was at the game, obviously, and after the game, Callum Bay came over, grabbing his shirt, and there seemed to be a lot of a lot of unhappy exchanges as did Paris Magoma who managed to stay somewhere in the middle of the pitch to be honest with you I don't I don't have a problem with fans voicing their opinion because I thought it was I thought it was deplorable on Saturday in terms of how anybody can get the ump coming off that pitch thinking that they put everything in when they I don't think they did I'm, I, I thought Cannonball was poor and I think he might have the frustration because he had a bad game I don't know what he was saying but I don't have a problem with fans speaking their mind as at the game as the players are walking off, but to just cordon a bloke who has volunteered for the club for a number of years, whether you agree, whether you don't about what they're doing, his policies, etc., you can't do that. And it's just, but this is this is where the challenge is. We've got a relatively newish fan base with new morals and new direction. We've moved into a new stadium and we've got this heightened, this inflated view of ourselves, and people are frustrated and people are, are really really annoyed. To be honest with you, as I said to the guy next to me, we should have been relegated in the COVID year. Tramier got relegated. That <laughs> yeah. was the year when we should have gone down, really. And no one could have batted an eyelid. So we was on a bit of a stay of execution. But I, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you here right now. I don't know if we're going to have enough people to, to genuinely join the Don's Trust election. I mean, I don't know the numbers. But from what I read, there was supposed to be, I think it was five two-year posts and two one-year posts. Perhaps I've got that wrong. But I can't imagine that many people going for it. And I guess I guess the question is, I think we as a fan base and as a football team, you're judged at what you're doing on the pitch. And at the moment, we're just not doing that. And there needs to be a way of us almost not focusing on the D-lags and the community and everything else, which is very important to us. But we've got to get stuff on the pitch right. And if we want to have a better club and get more money and go up higher the leagues and this sort of stuff, we need fans to come and enjoy it because otherwise people like you, Lee, they're going to come and go, oh, I don't fancy this at home. I mean, me well, and my dad for the first time ever were like, that's oh, not the know, reason why we I'm go. Not, I'm not no, but what I mean is that there'll be people who don't, who could go and they decide not to or people who have been given a ticket and then go, yeah, sod that. And it so, just, that's, that's, that's a, a really, really sad place to be for, for me Danny it's all it's all about communication and transparency and also I, I've seen a lot I've been on a lot of the like the WAP guest book this week or today uh, yesterday and so on and stuff and they're all saying about the club being a bit hypocritical there was a there was a something that happened last year with the chair of the Don's Trust stepping down for personal reasons where 
I, I, I'm not 100% on the truth, so I, I won't mention anything because I don't know if it's true or not. Mm -hmm. But there was an altercation with them and another fan or something was said over a phone or something like that. Uh, and he stepped down for personal reasons, but there was no statement at the time. So do you know what I mean? Now it's, it's a bit hypocritical from the club to then put statements out regarding fans. This time, even though it's probably warranted, do you know what I mean? We need to do everything 100%. So if you're going to do it for a fan, having a go at Niall, you're going to have to do it for the chair, having a go at a fan. Do you know what I mean? If the Don's Trust board members feel right to threaten people and stuff like that, allegedly, do you know what I mean? Then we have to do it. Do you know what I mean? It has to be straight down the middle. There's The problem we've got at the moment with the club, I feel as well, is it's, everything has to be black and white. There's no grey areas. So I was speaking yep. to someone the other day. I won't mention their name again because I no, that's, no, that's fair. haven't given me the the, the the confirmation to do that. But they, they used to sponsor the club and they used to put money into the club they no longer do. And they said they no longer will sponsor the club or look to sponsor the club as it is run at the moment. Uh, and they've, they've even told the club to stick their season tickets, I think, in hospitality out there in her asses. Because I think what my big worry is with the club at the moment is that we're the fans that have been there for years and put thousands of pounds in are not really treated as well anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's all about the new fans. Like John Green, again, the other day, put out a statement regarding the stuff with Niall. Do you know what I mean? And saying that if it keeps on, he'll pull his sponsorship out and stuff like that. It's like, come on, man, you've been supporting us five years. Do you know what I mean? You've gone to one game in, in the last few years. Do you know what I mean? Is it because you're getting a bit bored now and you this is an excuse to kind of, like, do you know what I mean? Put a statement out and say, look, this stuff will not be tolerated. But you don't have to mention you're going to pull your sponsorship. If it, like, and this is one of the reasons why I don't go home games at the moment either, Danny, is there's our section where we stand, 119, right? Block 119 in the East Stand. We have, there is someone employed by the club to have a camera, put camera on our section only. That's their main job, the whole game, is to look at our section. What are they looking for? We're not Millwall, we're not Cardiff, we're not one of these fucking hooligan firms. It really, it riles me right up this now, right? Is that when all we are is lads who go and enjoy a game, have a bit of banter with each other, a bit of banter with the away fans, they have it back, love all that. I said we were in Bradford the other day talking to Bradford fans, Walsall fans. Do you know what I mean? Call each other names and stuff, and then after the game, you shake hands, go, well done, kind of thing. But I've, I've in 15 years watching women, I've never been thrown out. Do you know what I mean? Never, never, what's it called? Uh, None of my mates have never never thrown a punch at a football match. You know what I mean? And then we've got a cameraman looking at our section to see if there's any trouble. The stewards at Plough Lane are an absolute joke. Do you know that though, Lee? Are they? Do you know that the 100%. camera is, is designed for you? Yes. Yes. How do you know it's? How do you know that? I got told by someone. By who? By one of the stewards? No, no, but someone who knows the person doing the job. Well, who is? Well, then I, I can't why, say too much. About, no, no, no. But, well, what I mean is, have you not spoken to the person who's at the club and go? Because no, no. Because the geezer, does, the geezer who does it, oh, what's his name? I forget his name now. But he is an. He should resign. He's an absolute joke as well. The, the chief of security. He he should resign. There was an incident last year with one of our fans. One of my one of my close mates. I, again, I can't go into it. He ain't giving me. No, no, fine. Don't have to. And it's up to him. But he got treated so bad that he has not been to a home game this year. And this is someone that would go home and away. His life was Wimbledon. AFC Wimbledon was his life. He was treated disgustingly by uh, someone that works for the club. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, Phil Clark, that's the geezer's name, Security. He should resign. And a couple of other people should resign as well because the way my friend was treated is disgusting. The way we get treated in our block is, that, like I said the other week, I was at a game, home game, who was it? It was five minutes before kickoff and a steward's asking us to sit down before the game. So we're just chatting, catching up, and then we're getting asked to sit down. Can you sit down, please? Isn't isn't your area safe standing? No, seating only. 
But we'll see. It's we'll it's just a bit. I don't know. And, and again, this is what I'm saying to you about. We're, we're, I don't know where the end of the road is, but but this is what I mean. The negativity about the fr- is so bad. The frustrations because you're sitting, you're talking to your mates and getting asked to sit down five minutes before a game. We know there's a camera operator trying to look at our section for I don't know what. What are they trying to do? We're not. We're not there. Tr- we're not throwing stuff. We're not trying to start trouble. And this is where people then get really upset and frustrated. Okay. So let me let me spin it in a slightly different way then. And again, I know a lot of fans will probably be thinking the same. If we're in the top seven, do these evaporate? Or is this just the spillover say, of fan emotion? To you as well, a lot of this has to do with the fact that for the last five years, we've been the worst football team in the country. Right? That's facts. We are the worst football team. If you're winning games and we were top of the league, half of this stuff probably wouldn't get mentioned. Yeah. But the fact that we are the worst team in the football league, People look into things a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? They speak to people a little bit more. They find out what's going on behind the scenes and stuff ain't working or people ain't pulling their weight or jobs ain't being done. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I mean, how can standing up in a home end be worse than having a bloody drum? We, I mean, we got, how many games have a drum? You're like, oh, mate, shut we, up. We got it's told that they content. will not go into the away section because it causes too much issues. So they'll just deal with the home fans. That's ridiculous. It's, mate, it's a joke. Like, do you know what I mean? We've got lists like, list at the club that don't work at the moment. It's like, it's like do you know what? Murderers are hard work because they could kill me, so I'll just deal with burglaries. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's literally like ridiculous. But this, is some, this is my frustration. That's why I, I, I chose in the end not to go to home games because so, it was an okay, incident so, I had last year as well, which I, I don't really want to go into myself. But yeah, I had an incident last year. I don't want to go to home games because it's just too much hassle. I'd rather go to Wager. I went to Walsall, got treated with respect by stewards, had a laugh with them. We had a beer. We watched our team. Do you know what I mean? And then we left happy. So where well, happy where is the end of this of this horrendous treadmill of negativity? How is it? Is it just solely it's, the lads you, on the pitch need to start winning some foot matches because we haven't really done that in five years? Or is it now gone deeper than that? And regardless of how well the f- team are doing, the club, the situation with the club has got to the point where it's untenable and need to change. I think it's untenable and the club need to change. They need to look at stuff. That I've, I'm hoping with the MD coming in, remember, we've got to also remember that the managing director coming in is all about making money for the club. So he's not really going to sort out loads of stuff. That's for the CEO. But the CEO is going to be going from full-time at the moment, which we all thought is part-time. A lot of people thought it's part-time, but he's not. He's full-time at the moment. Till Danny Macklin starts in November, then he'll go to two days a week. So our CEO will be two days a week from November, which I don't think is good enough. We need to... Someone need, as I, I've said this before about clearing out the swamp. People like uh, that Phil Clark, head of security, needs to go. The the club photographer needs to go. Uh, there's loads of. Why has the club photographer got to go? Because this is all to do with an incident last year. But, oh right, okay, okay fine. You know what I mean, but yeah, 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 yeah. So people need to go at the club that cause issues, cause frustrations, uh, and make it not a very fun play. As I said, Plough Lane is a lovely stadium. We do get a lot of stuff right with Plough Lane. Like my mate said on Saturday, I didn't. It looked magnificent Saturday. But the DJ, around the whole place looked fantastic. They said they came fuming. They came off fuming after the game. Obviously, it was sort of like shocking game of football. They came out, and then there was a DJ just playing banger after banger. So they were like dancing, and then forgot all their worries, which is brilliant. The club, the fan zone, I like. I think fan zone is really good. But there's some stuff at our club that needs to be changed. Otherwise, these frustrations and these things are going to keep happening. And how are people meant to now? get their views across. Do you know what I mean? There is a way of doing it, but I just don't see... It's like, Danny, you're a Don's Trust member, yeah? Yes. The SGM was on Thursday. Yes. Did you watch it? Did you hear about no, it? No. 
It's on Pro Boards, apparently. The YouTube video is on Pro Boards. Okay, I'm cool. Thinking, I'm not a member. But why is that information not put out to all the fans? Say, say it's on Pro Boards for a week for the Don's Trust members, and then it goes out. I feel like all the club care about is Don's Trust members because they're the ones going to have a vote over a fan who's been a fan for 25 years, gone home and away, bought every kit, every We, we know that's the case. We know that's it, 100%. But that shouldn't case. be the case, Dan. We should be caring about oh, every no. single fan. As Jonesy said, when you come on, every single fan matters now. But unfortunately, when you have when you have created the Don's Trust and it's a case of a, it's a membership group that own the club, then naturally they're the ones who are making decisions. And, and, and again, I get not to sound, I don't want to keep dragging up old greys, but the reality of it is that there is a, a larger percentage of the fan base that is pro heavier investment than what it is now. And that's me being delicate with it. And that's just completely ignored because of people who have just decided that they want what they want and they don't, they're not prepared to have a conversation about what's, what's, what's external, what other opportunities are there. And it will ultimately cost us because we're going to get to the point where, frankly, as a a supporters-run club, we've kicked down the road, the the debt, and we're going to get to the point where we're going to run out of road here and we're going to have to somehow work out how we're going to pay for it. And I I don't really know how we're going to do that. I give the Don's trust their their due. The the membership stands at 4,620. Graham Stacey told us that on Sunday. Do you know what I mean? And it's an all-time high. That's great. But... Then people now four thousand six hundred twenty people have to be voting. If we only get a thousand people voting again, it's just like oh, you never. You, but you're never going to have elections, mate. Even no, in the know, general election, you don't get more than still looking a maximum of sixty. How many people are joining the Don's Trust or have joined the Don's Trust and don't really care too much? But this this is the bigger conversation. And again, I, I can't quite quote too much, but this is where speaking to an old mate of mine at work was sort of data-rich system poor. It's all right saying we've got 4,360 Don's Trust members. That's a, that's a record. Fantastic. That's just a number. What are you doing with that number? Are they engaged? Are we asking them to help? Are they investing more? Are they coming to games? If you go into that number and go, how many of you got season tickets, by the way? That goes down a bit. How many of you go to away games? That goes down a bit. And all of a sudden, if you're actually working on who really needs to make decisions about our football club, of that 4,360, you're probably talking about 1,000. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm being honest. Like I said, there's there'll be people who are, who are Don's Trust members, like I said, who've forgotten about the um, direct debit, who forget, who changed their email, who are in Guatemala, and their dad thought it was hilarious to go. Why do I you own this random football club? It's on FIFA. This is what they call the Wimbledon. Who's your favourite player? Michel Pinnock. That'll do. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and again, it is a concern that you've got. I don't really know where the end of this is. As the I only said- way I can see is if we have a decent set of young players, we have a good window, and we play well because after the first game, the first two games, none of this was apparent. And at the SGM the other day, they said that they actually realised the competitive budget wasn't competitive because when they dropped into <laughs> League Two, there was League Two teams spending quite big money, which they yeah, didn't think was going to be it's the case. Nonsense. It's just garbage. It's propaganda, Lee. It's just ridiculous. They should have just said at the start, and again, this is the problem, and this is why it's frustrating. That's I'm sorry I mean. to cut you, but no, it's just ridi- it's ridiculous. They're just saying... Well, it's not competitive. No, no, no. It's like politicians now. It's like, I never understand in politics why if someone comes into power and says, I'm going to do X. If you don't do X, you leave. You've got a year. You don't do it. You go. And a lot of people go, well, that's where the vote. That's where the voting comes from. But no, it's fraud. You're basically buying something because someone's telling you they're going to do it and they're not doing it. A builder's saying they're going to build their extension. They don't. They just walk out and take your money. It's just not, it's not okay. And they decide I'm not doing it anymore because the weather's crap. No, you pay the service, you get it. 
And unfortunately, as a football club, we're getting to the point now where it's becoming mental. Like, if you think about competitive budget, well, that's not that's a complete shambles. The, the, we're back in the manager and we're going to get into the championship in five years. That's a shambles. We have the conversation about the Don stress. They all start leaving. I mean, it's all absolutely mental. Like how then, anyone can't this is what I put sit a, there and go, this is a joke. I put a message on Facebook the other day saying, where's the, where's the chair of the Don's Trust? And everyone's like, well, he goes every game. It's like, well, that's not the point I'm saying. And we're talking about account- I, it's accountability we're talking about. Where is the chair of the Don's Trust? If we're talking about accountability, because last year he was in a video with Mark Robinson saying that we're backing our man. We're going to get to the championship in five years. A week later, he sacked. We're in League Two now and got no chance against it. So where is he forefront? Where is he face in telling people what's going on? Where, do you know what I mean? I, I get the SGM, but again, we, we're a bigger fan base than just the Don's Trust members. Do you know what I mean? Every fan matters. They go tell everyone. Do you know what I mean? I, wonder, I just wonder whether or not it's, again... Do you feel engaged as a Don's Trust member? No, no, but we've had this, mate. We've, no, we've done do this you? conversation to the blue in the face. We know we're not. No, you, and this is the you. problem with it as a conversation. It's just that, ultimately... Is it is it the chairman of the Don's Trust who should be coming out and saying these sort of things, or is it another person? But someone along the line has got to come out first and foremost and go. There ain't no other people. They've all resigned. Well, someone's got to come out and say this is where we're going, chaps. At the moment, we can't deal with this. This is not okay. You can't have a statement from the club saying, by the way, behaviour is bad. We know it's bad. We knew we knew this. Every other club has but it. Why raise and it's it? Not okay. So now everyone knows about it. Well, I, I think the press. I mean, do, I, do, I didn't read. I read it on the do, press. Do first. the investigation. Do you know what I mean? Look into it. Right. It sounds bad. As I said, I don't know both sides. We've, we've heard from Niall's side, which, if it again, I believe is true. Then the person gets banned. You have an investigation. You ban them. But you ban also the Don's Trust board member that done the exact same kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And you hold everyone to account, and it's 100%. As I said, the problem is... Consistent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's consistency, which we don't have as a club. Do you know what I mean? It's... Well, like I said, in terms of the question that you asked at the beginning... I don't. I think the only way I can see it turning around is if we've generally got people. I think the only way we're going to be able to turn it around is if we get something that's going to move the the attention away from this, and that's a good football team. And I don't think we're going to be there in a hurry. I think this year is going to be now a dogfight from now on, and you you can't be where we are and all of a sudden expect anything yeah. major to happen. We, we've um, held, we've yeah. held, we've done podcasts before, civil war. Uh, what else is what else did we have the other one where we said uh, oh club in crisis then we, we I think we got laughed at by a couple of people who said that one, one of them was a Don's Trust member who said that it wasn't we were, it, there was no we said it was war. in civil war and he just went I don't think you're right and well we was right unfortunately and now we are and we're not, not proud of it by the way no, I'm not proud of saying. it I'm, I don't want to be proud of it I think it's a disgrace that someone that has happened to somebody but, but unfortunately that was a year ago that we yeah. said it's pretty much so if was... people again i'm not saying it's i'm not condoning and it gets worse before it gets better i'm like i said i'm not condoning what's happened because i think it's an absolute disgrace and whoever did it needs to sort the life out yes. but i think yeah. that, that there comes to a point where some people this these things are going to happen if things don't change and these things are going to happen if people aren't listened to and that doesn't mean it's right i'm completely against it and i can't be any more against it if i tried but we've now got to a point where lots of people have put a lot of money into the club and they're not getting what they're paying for and they're not getting the basic requirements of our football club and i feel we need to go back to basics forget the foundation and take the energy away from that get a team on the pitch that's gonna be consistent and everything else can can wait a little bit this is a we're in crisis here and we need to get our team sorted and whether we're going to be able to do that in one window 
I don't know. And the fact is, again, they're talking about Johnny Jackson at the beginning of the year, talking about we can potentially be, you know, I'm, I'm aiming for promotion. And then a, didn't he say last week, he said he's going to need two windows to sort out the squad? I mean, come on, you've just but said we're going to go up this year. I mean, start the season, he was saying he was going up. And then he said, after, he said, after we signed uh, Tyler, he said he didn't need anyone else, I think, didn't he? I mean, it's just a joke. It's like, yeah, why, why are they saying this? But he's on to his, But I think we need, as I said, drain the swamp, get rid of people that are there just to, in my view, uh, hypocrites, cause issues. Do you know what I mean, with lifelong Wimbledon fans who do not deserve to be treated the way they have been. But, but also, right. just to be clear, neither did Niall, and that's rubbish. No, no, no I'm and saying, he, that's what I'm saying, lifelong Wimbledon fans. What happened to him be, was an absolute shambles. And by fans, by people that work for the club, it's one rule, and that's it. It's a joke, and I really hope he's all right, and like I said, but that can't happen again. No, agree. Right, should we move on? Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be discussing Johnny Jackson. Uh is it time for him to go? Have we got Super Johnny Jackson? Is he exactly what we need? No. Question mark. All right. Come back. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back and we're going to be discussing Johnny Jackson's future. So for me, Danny, we were speaking about this. You're, you're, Danny, you're Johnny Jackson in still, which I thought you yep. would be. I am, I am now Johnny Jackson out. I huh? haven't made it massively. I ain't going to shout it like I did with Robbo. Reason why I want Johnny Jackson out is Johnny Jackson's had a full preseason with the players. We mm-hmm. still don't have an identity. We still don't have a way of playing. He still doesn't have a plan B. Same formation. It's very similar, and sad. I know we said we can't go on and dwell on last year too much, but it's literally mirroring last season, possibly even worse than last season, because at least under Robbo, we had a decent start. They brought some exciting football to us. The football's boring. We don't have shots on goal at home against Sun. Uh, he doesn't change it around for me. Like He's 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 the one who brought in the recruitment. This is his recruitment, huddling. People like sending uh, Zach Robinson on loan when we've only got, what, two strikers now? Do you know what I mean? Can't recall him to January. I just got nothing from Johnny Jack. Me, me and my mates were talking. There's no, like, what's the word with him? There's just nothing there. Like, do you know what I mean? And Gravitas like, would be my word. There's nothing with him. There's nothing. And I just think we don't want to be going down the road. We, he's won three games in 13, right? And there is a thing. I'm going to bring it up now. Uh, a thread that I did say on the Sunday debrief, which I thought was brilliant from a guy called Matt Rickard. Rick, uh, sorry, Rick Bar- Barney Rickard. Johnny Jackson's job should be in massive danger. Just three wins out of 13 against the teams in 18th, 22nd, 23rd. No identity and a lack of any real tactical ideas beyond hitting balls into the channels and hoping that Asao and Davidson make something of it. Dreadful summer recruitment, bloated at centre-back and centre-midfield, but terribly left light at wing-back. Despite recruiting for his 3-5-2, which he has played in almost every game, we went into the season with Chris Gunter, uh, finance centre, but does have the legs to get a right uh, as a first choice right wing back. Going forward, there are no patterns of play or even a plan, it seems. The front two are constantly isolated, and we end up just passing the ball across the midfield and defence from wing back to wing back until it breaks down. No penetration either from passing or carrying. A sale, one of League's One's most exciting forwards last year, is a shadow of himself playing up front rather than wide as a number 10. Davidson is being expected to hold the ball up when clearly isn't what he is comfortable with. And I thought that was an absolutely great thread. There's even more. Good Cos- insight. Cosgrave and Robinson are inexplicably out on loan despite our lack of options up front. 
with how badly we are missing any penetration, we desperately need dangerous players to bring in. But with Zach Robinson and Cosgrave out alone, our bench has no game-changing options. Again, we, if we're not going to play a Hudlin, what's no, the point? JJ brought him in. I can't see JJ changing this. We have barely scored from open play all season. And if we carry on like this, we are serious danger of another relegation. And I have to, that's, you know what I mean? I think that's absolutely spot on. And one of the reasons why I just think, yeah, sorry, I think we cut our losses now and go after David Artel. Wow. Okay. Well, obviously, I'm I'm a little bit more patient than that on the fact that 13 games isn't a lot. It 14. is a decent... 13. Yeah, 14 games. 13 games, yeah. Got the league table in front of me, says 13. Yeah, but he's had a League Cup game as well, which we lost first round. Yeah, but if, if you're including that, then you're including the bloody Papa John's. And he's got more wins than that, and he's got two in that. So that's five. At least the League Cup's a proper competition. The Papa John's is not. Right, anyway, 13 league games. Go on. So it's a 13 league games. Um, our defence is in the bottom three defences in the entire league. Are you selling him staying here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. I'm just I'm just getting right. to the point. Sorry, I'll let you... So I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of agree with you and then I'm going to give you the mitigating factors. So he's obviously... We've got one of the worst defences in the league. The bottom four clubs have all got rid of their managers. So the only ones below us now who have not got rid of their managers is Harrogate, who won't get rid of the manager of the old the guy for ages. Gillingham, who obviously have got Neil Harris and Newport, who I don't know who the manager of Newport is, to be honest with you. It was, it used to be Flynn, but he went to yeah, it's not yeah, he's a Walsall. So on paper, it doesn't look particularly good. However, there are, and also to be honest, I'm very, very underwhelmed with Jackson. I don't find him very clear in terms of what we're doing. I think he look he just seems a bit of a, a Debbie Downer. But I still think we've got time. Uh, the reason why I wouldn't get, I wouldn't sack him is, frankly, as long as we finish 22nd this year, I think the rest of it is the rest of it. I don't see us having any aspiration of any higher to stay in the league. And right now, I think there are more than four, five, six teams who will be worse than us at the end of the season. And I think rather than us getting rid of him and losing money and trying to work out what the hell we're doing, because if we do sack him, it's going to cost money and we're going to go through this whole debacle again. And let's be honest, you're not going to get the manager that we wanted. You're going to get a manager that we can afford. How do you know? And it's not going to... Because we had this conversation before. We got Johnny Jackson and we could have got loads of other people and we didn't. And we know we're not going to pick anyone with money because the whole squad is designed on having very little money. So there's very, very little chance of us getting anybody of any calibre because we've got to spend money on this guy going out. We can't, haven't got any money. We can't replace him. The reason why we had Robinson and then we had... To, Scroll down the leagues for about a million years to get Mark Bowen, who hasn't really managed anyone since Jesus Christ United. I mean, we are not going to be side. A very good side. Good, good on the cross, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that happened. I just, you know, it was there. I did it. Um, but I just, I don't see the point at the moment. However, what I will say is this: in the next three games, include, not including Weymouth, but I'll put Weymouth in that. In those four games, we've got to we we've got to see something that is turning this team around. The other mitigating factor, whether we like it or not, is we are massively, massively, massively affected by injuries. We have we have had a lot of injury problems, and that is going to continue with people like Marsh out. You know, you our main striker again is out. Our main centre back from the summer is out. We're potentially losing another player in two weeks. Gunter to the World Cup. Who, yes, he's been under underwhelming, but he's an experienced player. Lee Brown, again, no conversation. Haven't heard anything about why he wasn't playing. He was ill. 
he was ill. Okay, so that's another player. So I'm not saying it's it's an excuse, but it does give him a level of mitigation where he can put his hand up and go, this is the reason why it's not happening. But I think we've got to get something out of um, Rochdale. I think we've got to get something out of Harrogate. I think we've got to get something out of Crew, who are we're a Crew thirteenth, and we've obviously got to beat Weymouth. Um, so right See? now it's a no, but we can't leave it. We can't. We've got to learn from the Robbo mistake. And ultimately, if we don't turn our form around by the end of November, I think yeah, we give another person a month and then we give them a window. For me, I, I, I'm not counting Weymouth because if you look at Weymouth, they're in dire straits themselves. They're bottom of the conference south. They've not won a game all season. They've drawn two. They've conceded 26, scored seven. They've got Zaki Uluaya, our old goalkeeper in goal for him. Oh, right, OK. Do you know I mean? About four, four. So if we don't Is score... Claridge still manager there? No. <laughs> Claridge has managed for years, mate. For me, he's like Mark Burry. But I, I don't buy the argument. This is what people keep saying to us when we said about Johnny Jackson out. He's like, well, when we get a new manager in, how much time do you give them? It's like, well... Give them as much time as they need. Like Johnny Jackson's had time. He's had a whole preseason. It's not good. What do you do? Just keep a manager hoping that it's going to change and be better. It is not very good at the moment. Do you know what I mean? And as you as we said earlier, it's not good off the pitch. And only that changes as well with it being better on the pitch. Because if we if we lose to Rochdale, there ain't going to be many people up there. So you'll probably get away with it a little bit. But we lose at home to crew and then we lose at home to Harrogate, then that gets a little bit toxic again. Do you know what I mean? There was a chance of we want Johnny Jackson out on Saturday. There was, yeah, I heard it as well. Do you know what I mean? So, well, I heard it and I was in South End. And, uh, but you've got, do you know what I mean? When, when do we sack a minute? It's not, it's not good enough, Danny, at the moment. It is not I'm, good I'm, enough. And I'm looking at him thinking, is he going to change it? There's nothing there from the geezer. And the fact that he's not a Wimbledon man makes it even easier to just say, look, and your, your argument again about, oh, who do we bring him? We go get David Artel. We go get him now and say to him, he's, he's worked with crew, right, with no budget, young players coming through and then being sold. And uh, he, got them, he, he won them the league. Right? He had a terrible time in League One. But then so did a lot of managers last year. Do you know what I mean? But, but why is he going to come to us, though? Why, he, he applied for the job last time. Yeah, but why does he want to come to us? There could be other clubs who are, you know, Don Carson well, just got rid of their manager. Exeter are after him. Right. So why is he going to come to us? Who's in our league are after him? Someone else, Newport. Why would he come to us? Because we're, we're our attractive club. We've got a great new stadium. We've got young players like Jack Radoni, and we've found people like that before, and he might think, oh, I can work with this. We've got I mean, fans who are going out to other fans and threatening to be verbally and physically abuse them. We're spooing after every game. Yeah, we're a great club. Well, we're not booing after every game. We're, we're one of the best fan bases for giving... We, we were, but we're not at the moment. Oh, no one, game, we one game where it's had One game. We've been life. terrible all year. We've been shouting and booing all year. No, I'm not having. We not, haven't we been great this mate, year. Mate, walks away. I was there. I walked out. I'm I not saying that I can't talk about away games. Them. I cannot talk about away games. I'm saying at home games, the atmosphere has not been where it needs to be. And and again, not going that, back that, to point, but we need to do our own bit as well. You can't. It, yeah, you mm. can't blame the fans if you're so shit on the pitch. What do you want no, them to but, do? Clap no, and but, go, well, well done, boys. Go and earn your free grand that, a week. But it's that balancing act where, no, yes, the players have got to give us something to cheer, which is my normal approach. But sometimes we've got to kind of. Can we find something to? Can we just give our guys the extra player? I'm not saying but it's easy. For me, Johnny Jackson has cost him his own job by not clearing out his squad. Look at you mentioned Gillingham, right? You mentioned uh, they're not started very well under Neil Harris. Neil Harris has cleared out their old squad. He's got a massive yeah, G- building. Gini- I mean, I'm not yeah, but we haven't. But got he didn't. He didn't go there. about. He didn't go on about. Oh, we're going to be going straight up. He was like, this is a clear out job. I'm bringing in players who are going to. Yeah, give but a that's shit. the that's if they the don't give a shit. Though. They're gone. 
We didn't have that. We no, got, but it's the comms, going up. It's not. It's not the action. It's the. It's that's the Neil, no, Neil Harris was saying that on his interview. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But Neil Harris said oh, we are not going to go up. We're getting rid of loads of players, and we're going to do something about it. You keep that half is the one squad. Thing. Johnny Jackson. You keep half didn't... the squad from last year and expect things to change. No, and then now no, they're going on about it. There was now... loads kept from last year. Quite a lot. No, I don't think yeah. it's a lot. Zaniv, Brown, uh, Marsh. Yeah. Uh, Nightingale, Calambay. Calambay. Yeah. You know I mean? Jack Curry, you can't, call, can't include no, I'm not Jack having, Curry. I'm not having Jack Curry. I'm not having Isaac. Can't include Isaac. No. You've got Woodyard. Woodyard. And you've They're got a sound. That's yeah. it. The guy, and if you want to be what, what? go nuclear, you go Osu our, and that Our standards are on the floor, though, Danny. Just no, 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 I'm not, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. Um, All I'm saying is, I don't, I don't. I'm not. I'm not having a go at Johnny Jackson. Say, why didn't you get rid of all these players? My annoyance is the communication, but I don't think that's him. I don't think anyone's going to apply for a job and go. Yeah, we're not very good. We're going to do this that, and the other, and we'll hang on. He's got to sell a vision to the club, and it's this just is the club are too gullible to bought it. This but... is what I've heard is that. Actually, if he did get sacked, it wouldn't cost us an, uh, uh, too much because he's, he's got he a... He must have a two-year deal, though. No, mate. but he's got performance-based. It's performance-based contract. This is what I understand. I don't know if this is true. Right, this okay. This is what I've been told, that if we did sack him, it wouldn't... Because we got told on Saturday that he was sacked. He was... The wheels were in motion to replace him. But again, I, that, that ain't seemed to be the case, but we haven't heard... I don't know how we're going to cope as a club if on Tuesday... So I know we're, we're playing Saturday away... And then we play Tuesday and we lose, and we're not playing well. I don't know how he'll. I don't know how he will cope with that. It was bad. I mean, it was really bad. I mean, to, to the point that he didn't really even come out. Danny, this year, how many times have you watched us play and thought, "Oh, I've watched us play twice." Gillingham. Yeah, at home we were good. Uh, Crawley for about half hour. The rest of it was. We really was good boring. in the first, up up until when Gunner got sent off at Mansfield. It was really that's about it. Really boring at Crawley. And we, we took the piss out of people for saying it was boring. And Bradford, probably about 45 minutes, 50 minutes of Bradford where we were quite good. But Well, it's, like, as I, mean? I said, I'm fine. I'm not disagreeing at all with the sentiment. And I'm not disagreeing. If he got sacked, I wouldn't be like, but that's he can, a disgrace. He can but... pull himself out of it. Because if, as you said earlier, if we win the next three league games, we said we wanted 12 points, possibly 15 from the, the 18 points available. If we win the next three, we get, we get 12. 12 points, which we would have took... I, would, I, would, I said that I wanted, we needed double figures. And we the beat, problem is, we, is that we beat if we, Weymouth. If, the problem as well is that if you're going to lose, um, if you're going to lose to Crew and you're going to lose to Harrogate and Rochdale, then we're going to be even more in the ship. So and I we're already that. getting ourselves cut. We're already, what, tw- we're 12 points behind 12. <laughs> I, 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 we're three points above the relegation zone, mate. I know. We do, we I do just, not want to be a South End or a Scumfall. I'm not saying we do. And we are definitely, definitely. Um, at risk of that, but I just I just feel like we're going to end up exactly where I said before. We're going to end up almost exactly where we are now. I think we'll be 17th. I don't necessarily have the confidence that Jackson's going to get through the year now. I'm going to but make a... I do feel like he's with two going down. He's got three games to to show me. Not necessarily even a win. I need to see something from this team. I'm making a prediction now. Go for a prediction that we will. Yeah. Be seeing. A new Rob Toovey will be taking charge of the Harrogate game. So the Harrogate game is not this Saturday, next Saturday. Yeah. Two okay. two Toovey's at the wheel. Tell me how good does that feel? I mean, okay. maybe he's part of the problem. Maybe we just the, the clear out must have might have been with him as well. But so you're saying we've got the next two games are going to be unfavorable. 
and that will be that. I, I think we lose Saturday. I think we draw against Crew, and that's not good enough. Really not good enough because we'll, we'll talk, we're talking about Rochdale in a minute, but yeah, Rochdale in good form. But Weymouth in the FA Cup, good, good draw. I mean, I always watch it, I get very excited. I was, I said to my wife, I said, either somebody brilliant away or somebody crap at home. We've got somebody crap away. I, it, it, I know you, you can't really FA Cup, but it's as close to a, 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 a an easy ish tie. I know you don't get them in the FA Cup. If we can't beat Weymouth, then and Jackson's at the wheel, then he'll go. I do wonder whether or not it's a bit of a blessing in disguise in the fact that with the league games, with the, with the Weymouth game, if you get a half-decent game, you get a, a decent or a plum draw league too, you could even get... Uh, we could even get into round three, which would be I, mental. I, it's one of the best draws we could have got because, yeah. as I said, if you look at their, where they are in the table, their form... I know non-league's a bit weird because they're signing players. There. I looked into them a little bit more and they're signing players, so they might be better by the time we play them. They beat having Waterlooville, which is a great result for Weymouth. Uh, I'll be going down there. I'm going to drive because the trains are fucked again, which is a nightmare. So I'm going to drive down because I've never been to Weymouth. Um, I've I mean, been to Weymouth to Seaside, but I've never been to the ground. It's lovely down there. I think it's a, about it's about as good a draw as we can get. Yeah, um, could have been at home. We, we avoided a few big dogs, which I was quite happy with. And ultimately, at the beginning, they were like, "You can have Weybridge." I would have said, "I'd have shaken hands and said Weybridge." Way, way bridge. That'd be that'd be lovely. Weymouth. I would have I would have probably shaken around. So. I, I love the FA Cup draw. We play the yes or no game. So every time one gets drawn, me and the boys are like, no, 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 definitely not. No, no, we, I, uh, yes, 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 take them. Yes, 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 take them. I'm on my you own. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want that. I don't want that. I was literally she was cooking dinner. I was literally watching the game. Like, yep, I love them. I love them. I love them. Oh no, 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 don't want yeah, them. Don't want them. Mk come up. We're like, fuck off. And then Sheffield Wednesday, you're like, no, thank you. I wanted Derby. I wanted Derby away. I wanted, as I said, the easiest tie we could possibly get, get a favourable draw second round and then you're in the third round and it could turn the season around. But yeah, anyway, we'll come back. We'll do a preview of Rochdale on Saturday. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. Final bit of tonight's episode, and we're going to be discussing the game on Saturday away to Rochdale. Uh, at the start of this, when we, when we started talking about the fixtures and the start of the run we had, we we said oh, I should be a nice, easy away win. Rochdale now, I think, won three in their last four. Got is it the old Morecambe manager? What's his name? Mickey? Is it Mickey? Bentley. Who? Bentley. Yes, Jim Bentley. Jim Bentley, the old Morecambe manager. I, I like yeah. him. Good manager. Uh, I, yeah, I think we're going to struggle on Saturday, unfortunately, Dan. I think they're on a run of form. We're not. Tough place to go. Not many Wimbledon fans like that are going to be going up there. I was going to go. I was going to go. Yep. Because uh, obviously I'm on half term now. So I said to my wife, I was like, look, I love to go. And I was literally... She said no. <laughs> no, no, no. She was like, look, if you want to go, go. But I was just like, the money, the time. I'm like, I'm already, I'm already planning to go to Salford away. Yeah. So I was like, I don't... I don't think I can. I just don't think I can legislate for it right now. I, unfortunately, I just don't think I can. I can. I, I want to pay the amount of money I need to do to go to this game. I just think it's a joke. Problem, I, I, problem. I can't do it. Problem I got with it. I'd love to go, but the train companies at the moment are an absolute joke. I've been to yeah. Bradford, Walsall. I'm going to Weymouth, which means I probably won't be able to do Salford if I do. What well, I have to work, do one or the other kind of thing and. Yeah, because work. It's difficult because I would have genuinely liked to go to Rochdale. You've been to Rochdale also, before? 
No. Decent little crowd. I went out last there. year with the with the one nil when it Chisnit scored right at the end. I went out there when uh, Paul McCullum. You know, we got him on the West Ham, and we won one nil. We were getting absolutely battered, and they have a there's a pub right next to the cemetery, and oh, they God. sell they sell pies for like twenty five p. Shut up. I know I shouldn't have had four of them, but <laughs> no joke. You loved it though. I've made beef, minced beef and onion. I think they were. Oh, oh that's my favourite. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's it's one of them weird ones that you don't kind of feel like you're going to get much out of, and then all of a sudden, lo and behold, we have a, we hopefully have a good performance. But it's very very hard to be as optimistic. But again, you just have to hope. It's a new game. It's a new week. Hope springs eternal, and you've got somewhere along the line it's got to turn. So I'm going to be bold, um, and I'm going to say that Johnny Jackson. Is going to get it right, and we're going to win two-one. Josh Davison, who only scores into only scores two or none, I'm going to back him to score one. But Asal's got to play wider, mate. We cannot keep doing this Asal up front. I and I don't care how bad he is, I'd play huddling up front. I don't care how bad he is, I'd play huddling up front and just say we're going to go and give this guy a run. If it means you rest someone, play someone in a different position. Chisel it off, a sow in the hole, huddling up top. If he plays crap for Bartley, and I don't care, but do so. Even play senior, I don't care, but don't play a sell up front. He's got to change it around a little bit, I think. I think he has to. I think he has to go a little bit different. I don't think he'll deviate from the formation. I think he'll play 3 5 2 or whatever it is. But yeah, I think he has to do something a little bit different. Someone said on the debrief the other week about pushing Pell into the number 10 position. Uh, uh, and getting him a little bit further up the pitch because we know he can score goals. Do you know what I mean? He should have had a couple ready this season and then pushing him, you know what I mean? But then where do you put a Sal? I think a Sal has to play either number 10 or on the wing and we don't play with wingers at the moment. So I'd like, I'd, I personally, if I if I had my way and only my way, I'd play 4 3 3 and I would have a Sal on one wing and I'd probably. Davison then huddling in the middle. Well, I would have Davison up front and I'd be tempted. Either to have Hudlin and Dave, and Davison on one side and Hudlin up front on his own, or I'd mm. attempt to his senior one side, just to have a look. We've not really seen much of him. He's a natural kind of winger. A Sal one side, um, senior the other, Davison in up front, which gives me three in the middle, which is Magoma, Pell, plus one, whoever I want to go, Woodyard, or I can, or I can go Chislett, or I can go Bendel if I want to. And then I can just play Towler with any centre back, hopefully, ideally not Kalambai. And then left back, I'll go with Brown. Or ideally Curry if he's available, and right back I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't pick. Um, I'd pick Isaac. I wouldn't pick Gunner at all, and I'd do that. So, but, yeah, but, the, me. I, I see. I like that formation, but then when you're looking at the players, you're thinking this is see. This shows how our squad depth is so bad because yeah. you're thinking right midfield. You're thinking yeah, Paris, Pell, and then you think wait a minute, Woodjod literally hasn't got the legs anymore. Chislett's been born. Chislett's been born. You play. don't know what he's going to offer. He Marsh is brilliant. injured. Yeah, and that's the problem at the moment, I think. So you're predicting two, I'm predicting one nil Rochdale. Oh, for God's sake. I just can't see it, mate. They're three and four. They're playing well. They've got a good side. Their manager's a good manager. Like it's again, there's something like that I wouldn't mind, but unfortunately he's never gonna move from the north. But I just yeah, I just I, I really think until if if we lose if we lose Saturday, where are you on the Johnny Jackson stuff? I think he stays until the next home game at least. I don't think I can I don't think the atmosphere away from home won't be as bad as at home. So Even I if feel we that... drop into the relegation zone on Saturday. No, I think I think we play on Saturday, regardless of what happens. I think they'll be okay, and I think the club would have looked at the two home games and said, 
we're going to need some points. We're going to need four points as a minimum. I think if he draws against Crew at home, I think that'll be okay, providing that we look better. And then Harrogate is a must win. But so unfortunately, we can't Harrogate. keep having must wins. I think Harrogate are poor. My only worry about Rochdale is they were poor and they're not anymore. They're quite decent. But I just, I'm playing devil advocate a bit because I predicted women to win most weeks and they lost. So if I go with a loss, then I'll be chuffed in when I, if we win. So I love that. You're transferring your negative energy onto Rochdale. Massively, a massive fan on that. Hopefully. Well, let's hope so. And like I said, you know, nobody wants anyone to feel crap or despondent about the club. So let's just hope that we they can pull something out of the fire. I'm, like I said, it's it's the right kind of team to play who are at home and they're playing okay. It means we can kind of have a little bit of a play, but I just I don't want us to be limp. Put some tackles in, run forwards, be aggressive. No fear. Just give us no some, fear. We, can't said, play did, we can't play Peter Fear anyway, but just just <laughs> there keep, is no fear. Just Hopefully, be uh... be just be physical. I don't, I don't understand why we can't. I just don't keep get doing getting the ball and give it to someone else, you do it, you do it. No, 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 you take responsibility. Get the ball, go forward, look. Can I make a forward pass? No. Who's the best net? What's the next best option? Can I Can I take somebody on? Just be aggressive is all I'd like to see. No, I agree. And Zanev kick it straight would be great. Yeah. There we are. Oh. Easy. Easy oh. pod, as usual. Nice one, Dan. Nice Pleasure. one, Lee. Pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I'll see you at Harrogate. I'm, 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 well, we'll talk about it next week. Harrogate or Harrogate? Harrogate. I'm off. I'm bringing the missus down. Oh, my wife. Treating, treating her. It's not Valentine's birth- Day, is it? Her birthday. So not Blue Moon. Is it Blue Moon? We're, we're up in London on a Friday, staying up in London. You know what, what I mean? Doing? What, are you doing? what are you doing in London? Doing a bit of clay pigeon shoot. But we'll talk about that next week. Because it's... Oh, God, Mike. What, what an clay absolute cliffhanger you've left me on. But we'll talk about more about that next week. Oh, mate, I think so. Yeah, I'm in London with the missus. Then I'm going to bring her down to Plough Lane. And, uh... Are you going to show her the way to Plough Lane? Yeah, well, I might take up the shard, but we ain't decided yet. Well, steady on, mate. All right. Come on, you don't. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at the Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.